Welcome to another super exciting episode of Critical Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Rick the Rizzo, along with my co-host, The Mig One. And this is a critical look at all things TV, movies, gaming, upcoming creators, and whatever the hell we free like talking about. Episode 214 brought to you by The Roads of Houston. You may drive, but you've really never really driven till you've driven the roads of Houston. I-45, 290, 610, all traffic stops at any time of the day. <laughs> what is going on, people? Your boy, Big One, here live on the road. That's right. I'm on the road. Yep, he is. Doing I got no, I'm stuck at the work. I can't do nothing. So I have to talk this way because Rick got the COVID. I ain't got the COVID. I got family members that had the vid. Rick's got the herbs. I ain't got the herbs. <laughs> you gotta wash that shit, fam. You gotta wash it. Uh, can't be walking around with a can't be walking around with a dirty waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, we we didn't have an episode last week due to yeah, unfortunately, uh, I had three family members uh, having COVID over here. We could have recorded, but I was also with some other issues going on. As you know, guys know, I'm marrying my daughter off this weekend. So, a lot of stuff going on, man. Running around, doing errands, all kinds of crazy shit. Wow. So, you ready to, to walk her down that aisle? I was more or less going to just push her. Go on. Go on, do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. I ain't got to be responsible for you. No more. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it's gonna work. I think people are taking bets that if the big one's gonna tear up and cry or not. If it's gonna be a soft cry, a hard cry, or just tears rolling down the cheek, or multiple times. I see one tear, and then he's gonna be like, talk, he's gonna be talking to it, going, "No, no, go back in there, go back in there." And I'll fuck it. <laughs> and then go or no crying, because we all know the big one's hard. That's that's uh, we don't even know how you are. Hey. <laughs> The big one is tough on the inside. He's, he's made of sterner stuff. <laughs> Till all are one. All right, all right, Optimus. Optimus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you call me Hippopotamus Rex? What? Yes. <laughs> Hippopotamus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting Transformer. Okay. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> ah, you know, the so, way, it's funny how I got this set up in here. You know, for us doing this mm-hmm. podcast, you know, via phone and everything. It's actually a nice setup. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to put this as a picture and say, look, the MiG-1. <laughs> Man, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Just remember, the MiG-1 does come back. And he bites. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask all the women. The MiG-1 bites. <laughs> Not right now, but back in the day. I'm married. Happily married man now. Married. Married ma. Uh, uh, I'm so married I'm so married if the wife gets the COVID, I get it just because I'm her partner. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so that's loyalty. Yeah, that's loyalty, fam. <laughs> so how you uh, how you been for the past week? You know, mentally, physically, which one you want to know? Our fans want to know how you are. Well, we already kind of know what mentally would be, but really, how mentally and physically are you? That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, ever since I, you know, uh, well, how can I say this? You see, what had happened was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been doing pretty good. Uh, work's been a little weird because I've been forced to, uh, hours changing, you know. Uh, I get 
two weeks out of the freaking eight weeks that we have, I it works out because we've got 18 members. I work shift three only twice. And then the rest of the time I work eight to five, and then one week I get a 10 to seven shift. So it's never having the same shift, you know? And so I started getting adapted to eight to five. And so now this week and last week I've had to get up at four to get to work by six. So it's been like really, really messing with me, you know? Gotcha. Working six to three is great though. Don't get me wrong. Cause you get out at three and you get home and you still got time to do stuff. Yeah. So that's a good thing. But after this, I go back to eight to five. I'm like, Ugh, this might beat me down. And I think it's caused a serious, uh, issue with my uh my happiness actually uh, i think it's really pushed me kind of into a depressed type mode my wife has noticed that my attitudes changed a little bit because i come home and i'm just like thoroughly exhausted from work and then the drive yeah so it's, it's taking a beating on me and i'm not a young spring chicken anymore so it has it is getting to me so physically i feel a little worn down sometimes and mentally definitely but you know family is the one key factor there that kind of they stick through you with thick and thin and stuff and they help you out so my wife helps me my grandson brings delight to me as well so you know i go jump in the pool swim and do whatever i gotta do but it's rough man it's been hard you know still struggling with trying to get back from that nice little fraud thing that happened to me so just dealing with one day at a time i guess all i can do and i think all this has cost me to lose the urge to uber ah i see I think I'm so physically depleted and mentally depleted, I don't even want to drive. Oh, okay. And that's a shame because you know how well we do an Uber and how the personalities, I mean, you go back and think about it. My personality, and you said this once, I have the perfect personality for Ubering. And you do too. Where I have the crazy kind of nutball kind of guy, you're the great nice guy, even though I, I do nice stuff when I'm nutball, but you're that nice personality. Yeah. I mean, you get a little bit of the crazy, and you, the big one is rubbing off on you, but you're more nice and than less crazy, and I'm more crazy with a little bit of nice. So, it works out for both of us, but being so depleted, I just had no will to do it. And I know now with, you heard about the hospitals in Houston, right? The what? The hospitals. Oh, yeah, I heard about all that. I'm sure. They're getting full again and everything else, yeah. so honestly, Uber wants you to continue to use your mask. So, it's only a matter of time, again... But these Uber drivers start coming out. And you and I were only one of the two that would brave it out there. We'd wear our masks, we spray and clean our car down, we'd still go out and do it. And we're, I both, think, we're both vaccinated too, so. Yeah, and I think by the time October, November comes around, it's just going to be you and me and maybe a couple other drivers here in Houston because ain't going to be no people wanting to drive, ain't going to be people wanting to come out. So we could be back in a situation where Uber starts giving us nice bonuses again. Yeah. So I think for right now, the best bet for me, mentally and physically, is just to kind of stop and just relax. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, as for you, you're a younger man, but you still have a great job where you can work at home for a couple of days and still go to work. So you kind of feel refreshed. Is that how you feel? I mean, you're trying to tell me how you how you doing. Well, like, working from home, it, it, you kind of worry at times. You got to think about this, too. It's like all the stuff that I used to do at my normal job, and then, you know, when norm, when when everything was normal, to say it that way, you know, you went to work 8 to 5, I'd come home, you know. But now it's like, oh, go 8 to 5, eight to five only a couple of days, and then I come home, work from home. And it kind of makes it look like, you know, the contractor, because I'm, I'm contracted under AIG. And they'll, uh-huh. they'll look at me like, oh, we only need you for so many days, you know, we really don't need you the entire week. What if they start thinking that? 
Oh, then you're going to wind up losing your job. Yeah, so it's it's kind of scary at times, you know, the way I look at this stuff. You yeah, know, see, I didn't think about that. And stuff, but like I said, like it, like it's kind of... And being that this, this last week, the reason why we didn't record is because uh, I had two family members that got COVID, and being that I'm here, I got it, had to quarantine myself also as well. And take the test, which came out negative. So I, I'm, I am uh, COVID negative. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, my girlfriend's son, he he went and got his first shot. But then all of a sudden, he thought it was side effects. But then he went to go take the test. And he ended up he getting, he got COVID from the other two. So I have become Alfred yeah. of the house. <laughs> you know, the interesting about that is, though, even though you're immunized and everything else, I mean, you guess how you can still catch it. But rumors were they were trying to say that the people who are immunized are the ones spreading the Delta variant because we don't show symptoms. No, we don't. So it's, it's weird, but, you know, and the sad part about it is you could still get it because you're around them. Yeah. I mean, So just because you're negative today doesn't mean you'll be negative next week. True. Like, if I was to come to your house, my house, okay, your situation, if I was you in your house and I was working where I'm working at now, they wouldn't let me come back to work at all until those two were cleared. Yeah. Then I was cleared. Then I'd be able to come back. So you're talking about a couple of, about a month, maybe a month and a half. Yeah. Uh, right now, the two of them, they're already going to, uh, one of uh, my daughter went to, she got retested today. Uh-huh. So we should get hers in a couple of hours or maybe tomorrow to see if she's cleared of it. Because uh, she was like, percentage wise, she says she's 95%. She's already went, she's been through all the bad stuff already. She no longer has the fever. Her coughing has gone. It's not going through her chest anymore. Uh, her boyfriend, he's also around a good 95, 96%. Uh, pretty much got rid of it so far. So they both sound like normal now. They don't sound, you know, like when you're sick, you sound congested now. They sound normal. And so, so the, the hard part now is them, even though they're masked up in their, they're gonna mask up in their room and to do a major deep cleaning in their room since they were yeah since they were uh, COVID you know so and then uh, her son is the same way you know uh, my son he's gonna he's gonna also be uh, he's almost he's like at his is a ninety percent he's still got the he's he he one thing good about him is that he just constantly just coughing and spitting all that stuff out and getting there he's he's a he's a he's kind of old school a little bit where you know you got to get everything out you got to get it out you know yeah 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 and rub so, some bricks on your chest drink some seven up yeah i got you yeah, rub an egg on your head yeah he's been doing <laughs> he, he's been doing that all that this whole time so so yeah he's doing good on that one so that's why come he's he's going through it pretty well but i also think the first shot kind of helped him a little bit yeah, it's funny how if you live in Houston, you can go get the shot over line, you can pay a hundred dollars for that shit. It's like really, no, no. really, you had to be for, you had to be bribed to go get the shot. And even some of these people still not go get the shot. And What's he like, gonna take for you? No, you sitting on your goddamn deathbed dying. And some of them are like like uh, like a friend of the show or used to be co-host of the show, Kyle. He wasn't getting the shot for a while until it was FDA approved. And I told, you know, when I was telling him, I was like, oh, I understand. I said, what, you, what you're thinking? But I was like, you realize there's a lot of stuff that is FDA approved that is really not good for us. It just gets yeah. approved. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there. And he goes, yeah. But what hit him is that we actually have friends that, that and I've had family members, but now he's had, it's hit close to home with him. His brother-in-law, his sister, 
uh, a friend of uh, a friend of his that works with him was pretty much almost on his deathbed because of it. It hit close to home, so he finally went to go get. He yeah, got, that's he, what I'm saying. People don't want to get it until it hits right there in your freaking backyard. Yeah, and that's when some people's eyes open, like, "Holy shit!" Now my kids are in danger. I'm in danger. My wife's in danger. I get anybody sick around me, and I don't even know if anybody's sick. They could be fine, and then two days later they're sick, and I got it too because they were sick the two days before that. Yeah. So yeah, I understand that 100. So my wife, when we had the opportunity, we got the shot. Sadly, though, I think my old my middle boy had it before, and he gave it to us, and we didn't even know it. Oh yeah. But I don't I don't necessarily know if we had it like he did. Because uh, some people are lucky and are, are able not to get stuff. It's like getting the flu. You know, you get the flu and it doesn't really mess you up enough. It just kind of like, just for a little bit, but not, not like everybody else. Yeah. So I, I think, well, first of all, my wife has an autoimmune disorder. She has a, one of those things where she can't say anything. Her body defeats it literally within 12 hours. As for me, I'm not that way. But I've noticed that I've never really gotten sick, super sick a lot in my life. Except for when I had my surgeries, that's when I started getting sick. But since then, no. But I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, no. I, I was the type ever since I was younger. I, ne- I hardly ever got sick. I didn't start feeling anything until I turned what thirty five, thirty six years old. Then all of a sudden, I got allergies and I got sinuses. Yeah, I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, like I said, even uh, was it a a coworker of mine? Uh, she no longer works with the. She worked for AIG, but the, they, you know, she got laid off. Uh, but her and I we were talking before the COVID happened. Her and I got sick that December before 2020 in 2019. Yes. Her and I both got sick. And it was it was kind of, I ended up leaving work. Uh, that I remember when I left because she left uh, the like two days beforehand. And I left, you know, two days after that from work because i didn't feel well and everything she was thinking that we might have had the vid by at that point and i had fought it off oh there's no doubt about that my wife was a school teacher assistant principal obviously you know that uh her other school district uh way before that a bunch of kids were coming in and going out for weeks upon time and then she got you know she had gotten sick too a little bit and a lot of people were sick i mean there was a lot of people in and out sick we're not talking for a day we're talking like weeks so she also believes that it was here way before the government told us it was here. Yeah. And being that I'm kind of like your wife, you know, where if I get sick, I'd fight it pretty quick. It usually has gone in like 24 hours, in which that's what happened. All I did was come home. I slept, fevered it out, sweated it all out, blew everything out. Next, you know, the next day I was fine. You know, and so that's what we were thinking i was like she was like my like i said my ex-co-worker she sat there and she was all like i think we we got it and so we actually have the antibodies in this and i was like honestly i wouldn't doubt it It was at the end of 2019 and who knows because that's when it was started reported right yeah around there right after that yeah so it's crazy man i mean you know you stop and think about it though it's kind of like a flu thing and what, how it affects and how it works. Well, yeah, it, and, is, it is based off of the cold. That's what's really bad about it. So the flu, when it comes every year, it hits differently because it's mutated and it's done other stuff. So people keep on taking a flu shot, you know, and I never took a flu shot. Now I do. 
Well, I did before COVID. I like a couple of years before COVID, I took the flu shot and I started taking a flu shot because the flu could kill you. Yeah. And as I have, I've been susceptible to uh, walking pneumonia. So I'm kind of like, you know, after my surgery, I'm like, yeah, I need to start getting these shots. <laughs> so yeah, you know. Yeah. But hey, I, everybody well, knows how we feel now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we digress with the whole COVID stuff and everything. We we do recommend, you know, we know it's y'all's body, y'all's choice, but we do recommend at least go get the vaccine. Uh, it helps. And out. Think about your think about your other family members that you have that are elderly or that are sick, or even your young ones that are with you. The possibility of you bringing something to them, you'll never really forgive yourself if you wind up making your elderly relative, your family member, whatever, sick and they die. You'll never forgive yourself. That's why I never went to visit my mom and dad during this entire time. Yeah. And even now, if I go to visit them, I'm still cautious. But yeah, you'll never forgive yourself if you're ever responsible for the death of a loved one because, you know, you were being ignorant or, or whatever. So yeah, I, we recommend highly you get immunized. Yeah. I was like, other than that, we digress a little bit on this one, but let's kind of move on here a little bit. Like I said, my week was pretty good so far. I'm like, I'm cleared i'm just waiting for hr to clear me i know you're heading home right now on in the car uh let's yes, uh, sir. uh let's uh, uh we got we got you know i know you got a little summer slam to talk about don't you oh yeah got some summer slam i got a quick move review and i don't know if i'm gonna run out of time before you get ready to go on your stuff because you know i'm driving to a certain location and i'm about 25 minutes away from there so we'll see how that goes but summer slam was very unique and very interesting First of all, it was on a Saturday. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that until you sat there and you, you, didn't, you ended up not Ubering because you didn't feel like it afterwards. But then you were like, SummerSlam was on. I was like, huh? I'd have been pissed. But yeah, your brother, I talked to Eric. He's like, yeah, it's today. And I said, what the hell? He's like, I'm watching it. He goes, well, why did you give a heads up? He goes, I thought you knew. I said, why is it on Saturday? He says, it had something to do with the Vegas odds. Oh, the 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 Vegas Stadium was not ready. Uh, yeah, it was in Vegas. Yeah, so that was cool. So that was amazing. So I missed a few matches. The first couple of matches. Uh, apparently, the Sheamus uh, Damian Priest match was pretty good, according to your brother. And uh, Sheamus lost. So Damian Priest is now your new uh, what's a little belt? U.S. U.S. Uh, what is it? U.S. Champion. Yeah. So that's the one he holds, his first belt ever. Oh, okay. Uh, the tag teams, the WWE Tag Team Championship belts changed. Oh, they did? Who they? They're, who has them yeah. <laughs> They were signed with RK Bro. <laughs> so yeah, Randy Orton and the Bro defeated Omos and AJ Styles, which I wish I would have seen. Uh, the Usos kept their belts. They beat the Mysterios in a pretty decent match, and they beat them clean. The uh, Sunday's World with Sasha Banks, I have no idea what the hell's happening. She did not show up for SummerSlam. Uh, so I don't know if it's a contract issue, COVID, or who knows what it is, but she didn't show. So they brought out Carmella, and they're like, what? And then right when Carmella and what you call about to lock up, the front one of the returns came back, a.k.a. Becky Lynch. Oh, she's back. So the man showed up. The man said, give me a second. She went and beat up on Carmella and then told the EST. He said, hey, why don't we blow the roof off this place? How about you versus the man? And she said, okay. So we're going to go. It's all right. They bring the bills official. 
Becky sticks her hand out of shape. She shakes it. Becky gives her a hook, then gives her the man slam. Beats her one, two, three. <laughs> it was a, as, as Eric would say, it was a squash. <laughs> so Becky Lynch is your champion now. Nice. The other women's championship belt, I swear to God, man has a heart off of this woman. Charlotte Flair and freaking Rhea Ripley and Nikki HSF, HSF, excuse me, HSH, almost superhero, freaking uh, Flair won the belt again. So I think she's like either 11 or 12 time champion now. Really ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, she, she she's giving it to McMahon to be on top. I, that's something, I don't know, it's just ridiculous. So that was that way. The Edge versus Rollins match was great. Edge went old school. When I say old school, he came out in the red, not in the red and black. If you remember back in the day when he teamed up with Christian and Gangrel? Yeah. They were known as the Brood? Yeah. Yeah, he came out with the Brood music. Nice. Then he changes his regular one. Because the, the night before on SmackDown, before SummerSlam, Rollins was out in the ring talking. He was in a white suit. Edge gave him a bloodbath. What? They dropped the, dropped the blood on him from over top. Damn. Like Gangrel and them used to do. I was like, holy shit. He wound up beating him in a really good match. It was really good. So the next two matches to the end were obviously Goldberg and Lashley and Reigns versus Cena. The Goldberg and Lashley thing Old looked Berg. like it was going to be a good matchup. Yeah, Goldberg, as your brother would say. Looked like it was going to be a good matchup. Goldberg was dominating early and Lashley took over. And then Lashley just literally destroyed him. Like, banged his knee up against, it looked like Goldberg hurt his knee, and he banged his knee up against a couple times against the ring post, and then the match could continue on. Then he starts beating the shit out of him with chairs, so Goldberg's son jumps in there, and Lashley puts him in a hurlock. And if he stopped, it was like, Bobby, Bobby, that's the kid. So, you know, I mean, if he's like, we didn't know he was there, Bobby didn't know, he was just protecting himself, and blah, 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 and then uh, Goldberg was screaming like, I'm gonna kill you, man, I'm gonna kill you. And that's how it ended. I'm like, what the hell shit was that? That's the worst. I'm tired. This quick writing story. Like, that was just stupid. Did, so did they go off script or was it, did it look like it was part of the script? I don't know. Might have been part of the script. It was really stupid. The other match uh, I forgot to mention was uh, No Hinder the Gender. He lost to uh, Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. Which was a, it, was, it, it was a decent match. It wasn't great. Right. And the final match was John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Cena came out wearing a shirt more like Mario-esque with himself wearing a hat with 16 championships on the back and belts and a 16-up mushroom at the bottom. It's like, that's funny. <laughs> Basically, he, he was very good see him punk that one time. Okay. And uh, the match was pretty interesting. Cena could not roll up Reigns in a roll-up and Roman was like, Roman probably had one of his best matches ever in regards to talking shit the entire match. Because they were like close and personal with them. They had the mic every time he was saying something. John, you can't do that. I mean, she had no head of the team. Paul, what the hell is he thinking? And he's talking shit the entire match. Making comment. I mean, it was great. Roman Reigns was on fire. He was great. And literally was manhandling John Cena the way Brock Lesnar did. Damn. Cena would get his momentum. And Cena would do the five knuckle shuffle. And he, first time Roman's caught him and put him in the guillotine. Then reverse it into the sleeper, and uh, Cena got out of it. And then Cena managed to give him a final shuffle, and they went to do the attitude adjustment. Roman changed it into the freaking uh, DDT, and then he did it. He finally got him one, and Roman kicked out. Roman gave Cena like five Superman punches in a row. Cena kicked out. 
And Cena got Roman on the top rope and gave an attitude adjustment for the top rope. Roman kicked out again. Then Cena says, you got to be embarrassed, son. So he goes to the corner and goes, ooh, ah. And he goes to spear. Roman catches him and gives him like a, a, a kicks him in the face. And then Roman spears him. And then Roman beats him. So Roman's standing over the time and you couldn't do this. I just beat, you know, he's saying shit and all of a sudden the next return pops out. Probably the biggest return all night, I think. Brock freaking Lesnar comes out. <laughs> Did you know Brock Lesnar came back? You told me. I remember you calling or you texted me and said it. He had a ponytail on top of his head. He looked like an onion. What the fuck? Yeah, it looks funny. Your brother sent a picture of an onion and Brock Lesnar together. It's pretty damn funny. <laughs> but he comes out there, he's talking, or he's looking at Roman, and McAfee's like, he looks like he wants to kick some ass. <laughs> and he sits in the ring, and Paul Heyman's on his knees, and we're like freaking out, and Roman gave him the belt, and Roman walked, and they walked right up to each other. Yeah. Well, not tonight. Not tonight. He steps out the ring, and he walks away. So, we really think, me and your brother are talking, we think it's going to be a, a ladder match, because extremist next, I think it'll be a ladder match for Paul Heyman. For Paul Heyman? Yeah. Because <laughs> they're both Heyman guys now. <laughs> yeah, but I think Brock's a babyface. Oh, okay. Because he got cheered. He got cheered big time. <laughs> I still think the biggest cheers might have been for Becky Lynch. Oh, yeah. When she, when she came out. But John Cena got some love too, man. He really did. But I, I, it was really like, damn. I mean, me and your brother were both going like, damn, Vince is a spiteful motherfucker. Whatever the, but you, but they were right, and I kind of figured out after Raw put his career up, I knew he wasn't going to lose. Yeah. But he made a comment about sending Cena back to Hollywood, and after Cena lost, Cena made a tweet. Sorry to spoil you guys. I got myself humbled. I'll be back. I'll see you after I come back from Hollywood or whatever. So he really was going back. <laughs> yeah. He, so there was no way he was going to win. No, there's no way because so, he's got well, he's I got mean, he's got a show to do. Yeah, I mentioned think they're going to let Cena win. But that's when he can stay for a little bit and then maybe drop it back again. Yeah. But I don't know, man. This Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns story, I can't wait to watch SmackDown. Look like SmackDown has better writers than Raw. And used to be. I was, yeah. And I was really surprised Big E, didn't, Big e didn't cash in the belt at any time, the money in the bank. That surprised me. That's weird. So, sadly, I'm almost to Rosenberg, so I got about another couple minutes here. So, if you don't mind, let me drop my movie review. All right, go ahead and drop your movie review. Alright, this is not your normal movie. Your boy Meg One took his grandson to see the Paw Patrol movie. <laughs> and your boy Meg One is going to tell you something. The Paw Patrol movie is a good family movie. It's enjoyable for folks and enjoyable for kids. It really is. If you don't get goosebumps or your hair stand on your hands a little bit or get excited when you see certain things, then you're not human. I'm going to tell you right now, I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. It had a great plot. It had a feelings moment. It had uh, sight. It was great. It really did. They introduced a new dog. Her name is Liberty. She's played by Kim Kardashian West. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel was a reporter. Uh, some of the dogs were the same voices. Some of them were not. But uh, it was good. It really was. I mean... The whole thing was basically they're in Adventure Bay, and then Humdinger, the evil mayor, winds up going to Adventure City to become the mayor, and so, you know, he messes everything up. Well, the folks wind up going to Adventure City uh, because one of the dogs calls him for, uh, Liberty calls for help. 
because Home Depot doesn't want any dogs, so he starts capturing all the dogs and locking them away. It's kind of a pit. And uh, so they go to help. And basically, you find out that Chase, the, the, the dog, the cop dog, the German Shepherd? Yeah. You find out his backstory. He's from Adventure City, but he was a bandit. Someone just threw him out on the streets. And that's where Ryder found him. So he has a lot of issues with Adventure City. So he has a lot of conflicts where he freezes up a couple of times. I mean, he just really freezes up. And, you know, Ryder tries to help him, and Ryder tells him he's going to take him out of the field for a little bit. And he gets upset, like, what kind of a leader takes, him out, takes, a, takes a guy out, gives up on a guy after certain things, whatever, so he runs away again. So it has some hard moments. That's a really good story, you know. And, of course, you know, eventually Liberty gets to join the Paw Patrol and gets her own vehicle, and it's pretty badass. One of the funny things I got was when they were doing the movie, and they were in their new tower, which is all fancy. It looks like, almost like, I would say it would be Avengers Tower, but it has a ball on the top, like a Paw Patrol type thing. Yeah. And it has, a, in the middle, it has, a, you know how Tony Stark has a hologram stuff? Yeah. So they have the hologram of the city, so they can, can turn around, kind of like Teaser Elf Avengers. <laughs> and uh, the one dog that flies, Sky goes, Ryder, how can we afford all this stuff? This new fancy stuff. And he puts out a shirt, official Paw Patrol merch. This stuff sells like hotcakes. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> but at some point I said, me, the wife, the guy next to me, his wife, we chuckled because there were some parts of the movie that were pretty damn funny. And it was just freaking hilarious. And in the end, it was such a great movie. I'm going to tell you, I give the Paw Patrol a 7.5. Number one, because the kids enjoyed it. My grandson was so happy. Dancing, laughing, smiling the entire movie time. He didn't stop eating his popcorn. He liked the new dog. He was so... He's already seen it three times. Because you can see it on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. Uh, my niece has seen it four times already. Uh, and it was enjoyable. I've seen it twice. And it's just a great movie. It really is. When it comes out on DVD, I'm going to buy it so my grandson can have it. Uh, and so it's really good. It's a very enjoyable kids movie. And, you know, it's like, I, I don't know how to tell you. If, you, if you're, honestly, you got grandkids, or you got kids, by all means, take them to this movie. If you don't, don't go, because that's kind of creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I, you know, I recommend it highly. So that that's my take on that movie. I didn't get to see the, the Hugh Jackman movie you wanted me to see. I wanted to, I didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, so that's all I got. Okay, well, before you, before you go, uh, let's kind of jump into a little bit of trailer talk here real quick. Oh my God! Let's talk about the trailer oh that dropped God. yesterday. Oh my God! We're gonna talk about the Spider Man. Spider Man, uh, No Way Home. Oh Clearly. my God! I got I got goosebumps on my on my arms right now. Just we're starting to talk about this, dude. I am so stoked. I've never been so stoked for a Spider Man movie in a long time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm stoked for all Marvel movies. I love Spider Man. You know, I'm a big Spider Man guy. But man, after I saw that, I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Dr. Strange's like, can you quit talking? Can you please quit talking? And Peter doesn't stop. Like, shut up, Peter! <laughs> I'm like, god damn! But it's like, what just happened? <laughs> he, he, I got the biggest chills when I saw the pumpkin bomb. Oh yeah, from uh, Green Goblin. And then when he goes, 
Hello, Peter. Uh, it's like, Doc, Doc. Doc. Holy shit, Doc, Doc. And you know it's William Defoe as as a, a Green Goblin because that was his laugh. Uh-huh. And then you saw the electricity parts and a lot of parts, and you know, that's Electrode. Dude, it's like, I didn't kill Mysterio. The boss did. Which were under your control. <laughs> <laughs> but It was wild, man. I was like, that is just crazy as shit. I was like, dude, this is insane. I don't even know where to start. I know. And there's a lot of things. And Doctor Strange is in it. You know, it looks like he's going to be in it a lot. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's, it's almost kind of like when they did the Civil War movie with Captain America. Everybody was in it. Yeah. And, <laughs> but it, this also kind of looks the whole point of... Uh, this is gonna start the his the Doctor Strange movie, the multi multiverse of madness. Yeah, because what's McCullough told him not to cast the spell, and he did it anyways. Uh huh. And I think that's what's gonna, like you said, gonna kick off the Doctor Strange stuff. Along, Wanda's gonna know she's gonna feel it too because she's reading the bad book. Yeah. So yeah, I, this is gonna be some. There's gonna be some shit. This 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 is. This next chain of events, the next Marvel, you guys thought Ultron was good. They thought Thanos was good. I'm telling you, this Kang shit's going to give you a headache, but it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you uh, have you tried to start watching the What If series yet or no? I saw the first one where Peggy was the Captain America. Yeah. So you didn't see the second one where it was T'Challa became Star-Lord. Who became Star-Lord? T'Challa. T- Black Panther. I heard about that, but no, I didn't get a chance to see it. I don't know how many are out already? Two or three? It's two right now. I didn't get to see that one yet. Yeah, the one with uh, it, the it it gives me goosebumps just to mention this one here. Uh, the one with T'Challa, the second one when he plays as Star Lord, he comes in as Star Lord. It's actually Chadwick Boseman voicing voicing him. Oh man, that's 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 you know tribute to the great Chad Boseman, man. Because dude, he was Chadwick Boseman was an amazing actor. As I've told you before, I've seen a few of things. And speaking of that, I'm stuck here at the light right now. But anyway, uh, just real quick on Chadwick. I saw 42 the other day for the first time. The Jackie Robinson story? Yeah. Starring him. Oh, my God, what a good movie. That has to be probably one of the best baseball movies I've seen in a long time. And it's not even really a, a football. I mean, it's, it's a situation how he went through baseball and segregation, all this stuff, and I went down. Yeah. It's good. His acting is so, man, Harrison Ford, like, damn, I was so impressed with this movie. And I could not believe Alan Tudor played the Phillies manager, the racist guy. I was like, holy crap. If I didn't know that he was a really decent guy, I would be like, this is a racist motherfucker. Damn. But if you've not seen 42 with Bozeman in it, I highly recommend you go see it. It is a great movie. You see his acting skill there. You see... I mean, you, anything with him in it is just you got you cherish it because there'll never be no more of his movies. Yeah, there won't be. He, he's gone. I mean, if he was still alive, we would, we would have. I would have put that man in the Denzel Washington level of acting. He had that much talent. Even Denzel had said so, and for him to be gone so soon is like you said. It gives you chills when you see him or you hear his voice. And so, yeah, I'm going to look forward to seeing that Black Panther episode. What if? Yeah, so it, it, he's good. He voiced the entire thing. It's a really good episode. And at the end, they do a tribute to him at the end of the, at the, oh, end of the cool. episode. So, so like I said, it was really I don't good. Think, 
I'm really disappointed about the what if series is the fact that it's a cartoon. Yeah, it would have been. Well, you think you know, it would have been kind of harder because uh, if they did it, try to do it live action, it would have taken too long, probably. It'd have been too goddamn expensive, to be quite honest. Yeah. You know? Yeah, very expensive. So, it's like I know. So, it's but yeah. Bit, like, where, uh, Go ahead. I was like, uh, I was gonna say, where? Yeah, you still you and the burger already about to be your location. I'm in the burger. I'm busting the Uwe. I'm heading back to the other way so I can get to the dealership. But I can still talk for a few minutes. I mean, I got probably about two or three minutes. What you got? What else? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that Spider-Man trailer. Let's come back. First of all, I am going to the movie theater when this shit comes out. I'm oh. buying tickets to see this shit on Thursday night. I am. I am with you. When you go buy them, let me know. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look for it uh, like I do when I normally buy them online. I buy them on the app. Yeah, because you ain't gonna be able to get them anywhere. You ain't gonna. You try to go to the theater and get them at the house. You ain't gonna get them. Your ass better buy them on the app. Yep. I will probably see this movie more than once at the theater. I'm not joking. I will probably see it with my wife probably on a Thursday night and take my grandson to see it on a Saturday. Even though it's a little bit older for him, but he's he is in love with Spider-Man. He loves watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I probably have to ask my wife, what do you think? He might be a little too grown for him, huh? Well, you Yeah, it might be yeah, a little It might be, but if you're watching late at night, he's going to fall asleep in the movie theater. You know he is. That, that is true. I'll be like when I go to McDonald's. Let me get a. Let me get a. Uh, when I go to Arby's, let me get a roast beef sandwich. But hold the beef because I don't like the violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Other than that, when I saw that trailer, I was like, "All right, finally, I get to watch it." I was all hyped. Saw the doctor out come out. Hello, you know. You can tell he's yeah, older. He's still got this little hair. Haircut's a little bit different. But yeah, he's it, he's man, he's Doctor Octopus. Why the hell is inside the castle white? Oh, why is snow like in there? I have no idea, but that's something to do with Doctor Strange and. Look, look and like it's snowed. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> so I, that was one thing that was bothering me. Is it's the whole snow roof when Banner fell through, but they would have closed that up by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would have done that already. But he doesn't have the time. Who stone. Knows? He doesn't have the time stone anymore, so he has to do other kinds of spells to do things, right? Yeah, but he never used time stone. They didn't just always doing just spells. He only used the time stone in the in the first movie. Yeah. So it'll be curious to see, man. I, I really like I said, I am super excited. Like, I'm waiting to see what Toby McGuire is gonna do in this movie. Yeah, I know we didn't see Toby or Andrew, but we know they're both in it. Oh, Andrew is in it, definitely. Yeah, he's in it too. Okay, I heard he wasn't gonna be in it, so I wasn't too sure. Okay, well So they Okay, well they kept that little tip. I heard, kept that yeah, I heard he Go was ahead. gonna be in it, but I you know, maybe you and I heard something different. Who knows? I could be wrong. I don't trust my sources anymore. They lie. <laughs> uh, yeah, other than that, like I said, it was a pretty good trailer. Uh, a good teaser trailer, let's say it that way. Because I'm glad they didn't show a whole lot. But they did show like everything with, like, when, uh, when Doctor Strange would go into the Mirror Universe. Mm-hmm. You remember when he would pull the Mirror Universe and do all the stuff? And then basically that's how he made the, the whole scene with the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, so, holy shit. So, I have arrived at the dealership. Let me let you go. Uh, peeps, sorry I got to cut myself short. I got to take care of business for the wife. But I will be back on again eventually. Rick, carry the show, man. I will. I'll get my reviews and put some little news, some news out here for y'all. I appreciate that, man. All right, Chief. See you later. And that's it. The MiG-1 has left. He didn't even say bye or anything like that. He just uh, jumped off the show. 
I had this all set up and everything for for him. Well, the way I did the phone and everything, he did pretty good. Looks like the recording's going to come up pretty good. So I'll do the whole thing for all of y'all. And let me go ahead and just jump into my reviews before I jump into some news. Uh, let's go ahead. Uh, the, I've seen three movies. I saw, I think it's called Remnants or something that's uh, with Hugh Jackman that's on HBO Max. Uh, I watched Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Actually, two Ryan Reynolds movies. I saw Free Guy, and then I also saw The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. Or The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. There you go. Uh, the the Hugh Jackman with Remnants, that one was good. It, it's good. If you want, if you like a murder mystery movie, this in the future, this is one to watch. This is a post-apocalyptic, I guess, whatever happened. Uh, Florida is pretty much going. It's like Venice now because it's going into water because of uh, global warming and the ice caps are melting. So Florida is pretty much going in water, and that's where they're at. And Hugh Jackman, his job is he used to be in the army, and uh, during I guess World War Three or something like that, and then. He ends up being, he's working for a company where the people, if they need, they can't remember things, uh, you still remember, but they're trying to remember. So they put in this, this tank and then they can actually pull the memories out and look at them and, and figure it out. And they put it on a little thing for them for them to watch later. And also they kind of go through the whole thing. Like when they want to remember when a loved one passed away, they actually can feel them touching them and everything like that. So they go through their memories. And so what happens is that uh, Hugh Jackman, one woman comes in and she uh, she says she needs to find her keys, which is like the weirdest thing to ask for what they do for. And they said, fine, we'll go ahead and do it. And they did it. And ends up, he goes further back in her memories and then he learns about some things for it. And then he goes and he falls in love with this woman. But then there's so much stuff that goes on through this whole thing. And there's a lot of other actors and everything that you would see in this. Uh, it's it, I, I want to say a lot, but it's going to be so much spoiler if I try to say things because it's so, like I said, if you like murder mysteries, this is one to go watch. And so, uh, like I said, I give this one a good, it's a good six. Okay, it's a good watch. And thank God it's on HBO Max, so you can sit there and enjoy yourself and everything like that. You can just sit at home and watch it like that. So it's a good six. It's a good murder mystery. My my girlfriend, she 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 watched it. She liked the movie, too. We were both sitting there enjoying it. We finished it, and it was great. So like I said, we recommend it. Like, go ahead and check it out. It's a good six, uh, 6.5 around there. You say that that way. It's pretty good. kind of keeps you interested. keeps going. You want to know what's going on and everything. and you, you know it's going to be, it's like they, they kind of throw it in there. It's like you don't want to go down this hole. You don't know how this person is or you don't know how to, you know, they kind of throw it in it. But he still goes and goes and goes and then you find out what happens at the end and what he does, you know. But other than that, like I said, it's good. It's a good murder mystery movie. Murder mystery, I don't know, all kinds of murder mystery, kidnapping, everything is all in this thing. So, like I said, I do recommend uh, go ahead and. Uh, watch it. It's on HBO Max. And like I said, a 6.5. Uh, next movie I watched, uh, like I said, I saw Free Guy. That one came with Ryan Reynolds at the movie theater. Oh my God. This is that movie where Ryan Reynolds is a a game. Uh, is, is a, we call him MP, uh, uh, where he's a, a character in the game. He's one of the uh, side characters or whatever that's like walking around. And all of a sudden he just does the same thing every day. He gets up, goes to the bank. 
He works at the bank, gets up, picks the same clothes, go to the bank. Uh, bank is robbed. His best friend, they're just sitting there. Him, his best friend is a security guard, and they just sit there and talk. After the robbery's over, they get up and do it all over again. Over and over and over again. And then everybody that's coming in there, everybody that's wearing sunglasses, are the actually players of the, that are playing the game and doing what they can. It's called Free City that they're in. And then you come to find out a little bit later, spoilers, I'll just let you know that you find out that this couple, this uh, girl and this guy, they end up being a couple at the end. Uh, this girl and this guy, they come in there and they made a game where you watch the NPCs. There it is. That's what I was trying to. Uh, I couldn't think of. I don't know why I couldn't say uh, what it was. Uh, the NPCs. Uh, they made it where you watch the NPCs, kind of like on The Sims, where you see them do life and they actually evolve and learn. They made a game like that. Well, you find out a guy stole it and didn't realize they didn't realize that it was their algorithm and everything in the system on free one that Ryan Reynolds, he is learning and he ends up taking one of the glasses and then he was an NPC that took the glasses and he's learning and evolving. He's like level 100, but everybody thinks it's a, it's a regular player, but he's not. And cause he want he fell in love with the, one of the players, the girls, her, her avatar and everything. He was in love with her. He was like, Oh, this is my girl. And she like, it's, it's funny. You see him as a character. She thought it was a person, her friend that works for the company that made the game. That made the uh, the copy of the game, but you know the, the partner. He she quit and he stayed there. He's telling you that's not a person because she was like, "Where's who's this guy?" And he goes, "You're talking to nobody. That's like an NPC with you right there." And, you know she she didn't know. And then they start thinking about because they know they're trying to steal within the game their copy of the game. They know he stole it, so they're trying to figure it out. And. The, the whole hint is like right there in front of him because Ryan Reynolds is a NPC learning as he's going. The AI on him is just off the charts. And he put, like I said, the one guy inside there learns that he's doing it. And everything that he does is funny. He's just watching them. He's taking out people. He's saving people. He's trying to be the good guy, leveling up. Uh, the bad guys, the the antagonist of the movie is the owner of the company. He gets mad, so they create their own blue shirt guy. That's what they call it. That's what they call Ryan Reynolds, blue, blue shirt guy. He creates his own blue shirt guy, which looks like Ryan Reynolds, but with like health muscles. Like He's just like this huge bodybuilder with Ryan Reynolds' head with a blue shirt tattoo, and they call him bro. And so he comes in there, and, and they start fighting, and... That's when Ryan Reynolds, and it's funny, you see a lot of little cameos of everybody. Ryan Reynolds puts on the glasses, selects the guy's about to, you know, bro's about to punch him. Or not bro, dude. His name's Dude. Uh, is about to punch him. And Ryan Reynolds puts the glasses on and selects Captain America's shield. And he pulls it up, ding! And then the song, dun, 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 dun. And all of a sudden, it shows everybody that's watching the game, and it shows Chris Evans, what the hell? <laughs> Which is funny, but then later on they pull. He pulls out a lightsaber. He's doing everything because he's gonna be in Disney. You know, Ryan Reynolds. He don't give a shit. He always breaks the the fourth wheel, fourth wall, fourth wheel. I don't know why I'm talking like that. So he goes ahead and he um he fights him with the lightsaber, which is kind of funny. But then all of a sudden he's like he's about to lose. He's about to put the glasses back on because he knocked him off. 
And he goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to put it on. He puts the glasses on him because the dude, when his programming wasn't done right because he just has the mind of a child. So you see he puts that on and he's out there just dancing away, looking at all the lights and running away. And then Ryan Reynolds runs, runs down a bridge. And so that's when the bad guy tries to destroy everything, try all the bless all the servers and start over. And Ryan Reynolds make it, makes it to where their game is at. And they open it up, and then that's when you know, like I said, that's basically the movie right there. The 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 algorithm, and they have free cities also have that. So they his his stock went down. There's when everybody was happy to watch their game, and I don't know if there's people in the game, whatever, but all their stuff was all the characters evolve and everything, and all the NPCs evolve as they're watching this. And stuff at the end. But anyways, like I said, it's good. It's a fun game. It's a fun game. It's a fun movie watching it. It's a lot of hilarious things that happen in there. A lot of stuff. Uh, my girlfriend at first, when she watched it, with you know, we were watching. She didn't understand what was going on until I explained to her what. Because at the beginning, you're going to be like, what the hell? If you don't know what the, if you didn't see the trailers or anything and you're watching, you're not going to know what's going on. So I had to explain to my girlfriend what was going on and then she goes oh, okay now i get it because at first she didn't she was like if i started watching this without you telling me this or she goes i didn't even see the trailer she goes i would have never known what was going on i was like what the hell's going what the hell is this movie she wouldn't have known but once i told her we watched it it was funny i was laughing it was good i give this one a good seven uh like i said it was fun it was it was a fun movie and you know, like a lot of Ryan Reynolds movies, I I I'm never upset with a lot of his movies. Uh, let's move on to Hitman's Bodyguards, uh, the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Uh, this one was it's still with, back with Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson and Salma Hayek are all in this one, and they come back and uh, ends up. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is uh, he's still down because he lost his AAA rating and. He's on sabbatical now. The even the the psychiatrist that was with him is annoyed by everything on him, and she basically tells him, "Oh, you you passed your your thing. Not just go on sabbatical. Don't do any hitman work for a while." So he's trying not to do any hitman work, trying not to kill anybody. And Salma Hayek ends up trying finds him and tells him, "Hey, we gotta go. We you know to get Darius because that's Samuel Jackson. He uh, he's in trouble." And she's like, he's like, what? No, I'm on sabbatical. The whole thing, he's on sabbatical and everything. So he ends up going with her anyways because he doesn't want to be a bad person. But Tama Hayek, her character, she's, if you, you know, you say something bad, she turns it around and she starts whooping ass. Just like Samuel Jack. That's why they're so good together. And so here it is. They're all going. Then you come to find out that she tells Sam, and he goes, he goes, hey, I brought him. And he goes, why are you bringing him? He's annoying. Da, 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 da. And then he goes, because you told me to get him. I said, get anybody but Bryce, which, you know, but Ryan Reynolds' character, which is hilarious. Well, ends up, they get, they get caught up in all kinds of stuff in there. I don't want to spoil it too much. I'd record, rather go ahead and buy it and watch this one. And you come to find out that he runs into, he, he goes to see his dad in Italy when they're out over there. And, Ends up his dad is actually Morgan Freeman, which is uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds' dad is in the movie. That's his move in the movie is his dad. And that's what Samuel Jackson goes, 
Wait, why did you tell me what? That my, he goes, this is my papa. He goes, he goes, what? He goes, he, he's the greatest uh, bodyguard ever. Or he's the so and so. Like all his dad is triple A rating all the time and perfect bodyguard and everything like that. And he goes, no. Why didn't you tell me he was black? And he goes, I don't think I'm black and white like you do. And, and he goes, well, how's that? He goes, my, it's my mom's. That's when she was with him the second round. You know, not his dad, but that was his dad afterwards. And so they go through, and then you come to find out when the bad guy, which is played by Antonio Banderas, ends so much stuff that goes on with them and ends up they have to go stop him. And then uh, Ryan Rell's character is just flat out just, all right, that's it. He's pissed because his dad betrayed him, everything. And said, that's it. We're going to go do this. He's pissed. And that's when the whole thing. But the whole ride, the whole way there with all three of them was freaking hilarious. I liked it. I think it was a little bit better than the first one. Yeah, because I was rolling. I was laughing my ass off. Uh, Ryan Reynolds does a big old plug in this movie for his uh, his gin that he's that he's uh, owner of the company of his gin. And there's a big old scene where there's fighting and everything. And then there's a big old display of his gin and everything all in this one. I was like, I wonder if Ryan Reynolds was part of this thing. You know, you're just wondering. He, big old advertisement of his stuff in there. But like I said, other than that, it was it was really good. This one I give a good eight. It was a good movie, or either seven point five or eight around there. Let's let's give it right there. It was good. It was funny. I was rolling at the end. It's even high, more hilarious at the end of what happens. I don't want to mention it. I don't want to spoil it. But it you know at the end is just so freaking hilarious. So other than that, like I said, those are the three movies that I watched. Uh, I do recommend all three to watch all three uh, now. Uh, a little bit of news. Now we're going to jump in. Normally, I wish I had Miguel here to go ahead and give me some back and forth with some of the news. But, you know, the MiG-1 is not here with us now. He said he go like I said, he was via phone. A civil war is starting to brew up, apparently, between the Snyderverse and the WB. Uh, because a lot of people want the Snyderverse back. And there's a brewing between HBO Max and WB about this whole Snyderverse thing. Because the Snyderverse blew up is, is way better than what they thought, you know. Uh, Zack Snyder's version of the Justice League. And I have to admit, at first I was like, oh my god, he, you know, it's not going to be real. Because Batman v Superman wasn't like the greatest. But you know, a lot of people did like it and everything. So, But other than that, like I said, when this one came out, uh, everybody loved the Snyderverse version of... The Justice League, which was better than Josh Whedon's, because you realize after you watched the the Snyderverse version, it was the Snyder cut. You saw how much Josh Whedon cut out of uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, and his and Zack Snyder's made a lot more sense and everything on it. So it was actually really good. And so yeah, there's like this civil war between them going. So if they're going to continue it, they're not going to continue it, which. I hope they do, and they go ahead and allow Ben Affleck to bring his movie in. Uh, but they still want to keep. I, I still want to see the Batman. I want to see that series with Robert Pattinson. Uh, also coming in, uh, Beverly Hills Cop Four is finally gonna be happening with uh, with uh, Eddie Murphy. It's going to be on Netflix. Uh, it's gonna be a Netflix movie. So, yeah, that is finally going to be happening. Uh, the Dominique Thorne, that's her name, 
Dominique Thorne's Rhea Williams to debut in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. She's going to be the next Iron Man. That's the one that uh, she follows in Iron Man's footsteps, makes her own suit and everything in the comics. So she's uh, the girl that's going to become Iron Man. Uh, I saw the Star Wars Visions trailer, which is a lot of anime uh, artists are coming in to do Star Wars stuff. It looks really good. If y'all should check out the trailer, that one should be coming out on Disney Plus pretty soon. Uh, it looks really good. I do recommend that one. Uh, the Eternals trailer, that was also really good. We forgot to talk about that one. Uh, that one came out, uh, the long version of that one, and it looked really good and everything that was happening. Uh, on that one, uh, it shows it. It showed one of the celestials, and it showed all the Eternals and what's going on. So you kind of probably understand what's going to happen because they can't. They, they it even says they couldn't get involved with the whole Thanos snap. Snap, and we're also going to probably learn a little bit more about Thanos in this movie. Uh, sadly to say, more, uh, Marvel Comics uh, is ending the Daredevil uh, in the, the Daredevil comic book. So there's uh, it's finally going to be ending. Uh, Jason Statham, uh, he's going to be on a spinoff of The Expendables. Uh, Stallone is writing it for him, and it's going to be a spinoff. It's going to be called uh, Expendables, A Christmas Story. That's going to be funny, uh, because it's Christmas, but because his name was Christmas. But yeah, that one, uh, Jason Statham has got that one. Uh, sad to say, Sonny uh, Chiba from Kill Bill, Tokyo Drift Star, he, he died of COVID. Uh, yeah, Asian actor, if y'all remember from Kill Bill, he was the one that made the sword. Uh, Tokyo Drift, he was the uh, Yakuza, the the Yakuza, um, the the main guy that that they went to 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 get that final race in Tokyo Drift. Yeah, he uh, sadly died of COVID. Uh, Captain America Four is confirmed. Anthony Mackie starring in that one, so because he's going to be he's the new Captain America. So, yeah, so looking forward to that one. It's probably going to have everybody in it because if you haven't watched, if you haven't watched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you need to. And that'll explain a lot on how he became Captain America. A lot of the, like I said, a lot of the, the, the DC fans are out there, make the Ben Affleck Batman movie, and they're calling for Ben Affleck to please come back. Uh, the first pictures of Moon Knight uh, at Isaac. Uh, Oscar Isaac's full costume. It looks looks really good. I can't wait till that show comes out on on Disney Plus because uh, Moon Knight is a he's kind of referred to Batman, but he doesn't hesitate to take out anybody. He, he'll kill he'll, he'll kill somebody. He, but they refer him to as like as a Batman character. Like I said, that that's one big one. Like I said, when I saw that one, I saw the the picture of it. It looks really good. Uh, there's also now there's a my hero my hero I'm an anime person. Uh, my you know, the big one he 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 still needs to kind of get into this one. We told him it's a good show to watch. Uh, my hero Academia live action movie lands a, a director, and so and it's gonna hopefully it's gonna be an English one, and everything. But hopefully it's a it's a it's an Asian director, so he, he's not gonna white. I don't think he's gonna whitewash the show. So hopefully it'll come out good. And also, and also, story and more news about My Hero Academia, which is a really good anime. I do recommend everybody watch it. Uh, they're gonna, there's gonna be an episode that's gonna be My Villain Academia, which is about the villains having a school of their own, teaching the young ones to be villains. So it's gonna be, 
this it's a spinoff show that's going to have an episode within My Hero Academia. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he is reportedly trying to override WB's the override W uh, exacts to go ahead and bring the Snyderverse back. So hopefully we can get that. Uh, and also back in anime, trying to jump back in there. Uh, Dragon Ball drops new details about Vegeta becoming the destroyer, which, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Dragon Ball Z. We always follow Goku. Goku's always a hero, but I'm, I'm more of a, of a Vegeta fan. I've always been. And, you know, being that he's a good, he's that, that hard guy and I figured he would be the destroyer and they're going to have him drawn up as he's going to be the the new destroyer destroyer god so hopefully it'll be a new version that Goku will have problems with and other than that that's about it um you know like I said Brie Larson is now filming Captain Marvel 2 the Marvels uh Wesley Snipes may be the first uh, may, uh, excuse me Oh, I forgot a little bit more news here. Wesley Snipes' Blade, his version of Blade, may fight Mercer's Ali's version of Blade in the MCU with the whole multiverse and everything. So he actually may, might fight each other uh, for who is going to be the Blade. No, I'm not too sure, but that might be. Uh, reportedly, Wolverine versus Hulk movie was reportedly featured where the debut of Wolverine. So hopefully that one will be true that uh that was also uh, mentioned, and then also I think uh, I think we already talked about this in Edrisel, but he's going to be voicing Knuckles on uh, Sonic Two. Well, yeah, I think we already we talked about that already and everything from the last show. Well, other than that, like I said, Fantastic Beast finally got its cast and its plot, and hopefully we can get that one, see that one soon. But other than that, that's about it. That's about all the news I have for y'all. I know I kind of talked out my ass a little bit as I was going. But hopefully y'all enjoy the show. Uh, like I said, uh, it's kind of hard. Uh, the fact that we had COVID in my house. But I'm glad that we're able to get a show out to y'all this week. And so uh, <clears throat> uh, hopefully next week we'll be back here in the studio recording again and back to full strength. And everything will be, hopefully everything will be great. And uh, hopefully, I'll be, you know, everything, like I said, everything goes great. So, like, I know I would say the MIG-1, you have a final thoughts, but both are final the same way. We do recommend all y'all, please, we encourage y'all to go out there and get the vaccine. Uh, like I said, it clo- hit close to home with us here. Uh, but we do recommend, please get the vaccine out there. We're not, you know, we understand it's your choice, your body, your choice and everything. But we just recommend, we recommend and encourage, please get the vaccine. Other than that, I would say, here's the big one, and I'm Rick the Rizzo. We out. Well, you know what, guys? That's a hell of a show. And if you really love listening to us, you can catch us everywhere. You can catch us on our radio stations, Beyond the Dawn Radio. You can catch us on WBLZ Media slash Iconic Radio. You can catch us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Anchor. We're everywhere, peeps. Thank you for joining us. Thinking shit through one podcast at a time. We'll